Hey everyone, it's Scriptwriter Steve. Today is November 25th, 2020, and uh, this is Barbecue 2 Movies. We are going to talk about barbecue. We're not going to talk about movies because the theaters are closed. But before all of that, we're going to talk politics right now because that is what is on everyone's mind right now. And we got some pretty cool news coming out here. In all of the battleground states, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona. And I'm not going to go down and label every single win that we had. But today in Pennsylvania, there was actually a hearing with Republican senators. And these, these people here are going to decide to either certify the election or give the electors to Joe Biden or Donald Trump. And they sat down with Rudy, Rudy Giuliani and he was able to present all of his evidence and wow i listened to part of it i'm going to listen to most of it after this but uh wow and wow um i'll just give you a little teaser here so uh in pennsylvania 1.8 million absentee mail-in ballots were sent out and out of the 1.8 million absentee ballots 1.4 million were mailed back so that leaves a net amount of around 400,000 absentee mail-in ballots that actually people had that they were going to vote, right? Well, at the end of the day, after all of this was over, there was 2.5 million absentee ballots that were cast in Pennsylvania. 2.5 million absentee ballots. Again, only 1.8 were sent out. 1.4 came back. How did you get to 2.5 million <laughs> ballots, absentee ballots. Now, it just so happens, just as a coincidence, right, that Joe Biden was winning. I mean, Joe Biden was losing. I'm sorry. Joe Biden was losing on November 3rd by around 600, 700, 100,000 votes, right? He needed 700,000 to actually push him over the top. Now, that just happens to be the difference between 1.8 million and the 2.5 million absentee ballots that were cast in Pennsylvania, the ones that magically appeared. Now, I'm wondering, those 1.4 million ballots that were mailed back, were they destroyed? I mean, really, I think we have to ask that question, right? You know, what happened to them? They should have been destroyed. And there are, there are actually, you know, witnesses who signed, who signed affidavits, that's evidence, right? Who came into there and testified that well, wait, when they went in to vote, they were told that they, were, they voted already through absentee ballots when they actually sent it back. Now, that doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, something is kind of going a little crazy here. And here's the other thing. You know, when voter fraud goes on, and I, I want to tell you this story, and I, and I may have told this story in one of my previ previous episodes, but people are just coming into my podcast right now and they don't, you know, they're just hearing it for the first time. So my, my grandmother actually has Alzheimer's and her caretaker is a big Trump supporter. Now that caretaker's niece lives in California and she's also, also a big Trump supporter and she wanted to go vote in California. And she wanted to go vote in person. Now, when she and her sister went there to vote in California, they said they couldn't because they had voted already through absentee ballots. 
Isn't that strange? And, and they caused such a fuss there because they wanted to vote. It was the first time they were going to vote, and it just didn't happen. They had to get escorted out of there by the police because they were so mad that their vote got stolen. And this is California where there's no voter ID, you know, and if it goes on in California, it could be going on in Pennsylvania, but it's not going on where they're just one or two or three because it's not worth it. Why is it going on? When, it, when something this, like this goes on, it goes on and it's at a massive scale. We can't just say, oh, because my, my, my caretaker's niece um, actually, you know, it happened to just hurt. It's only one or two people. No, it happened to a lot of people and it happened to a lot of people around the whole country. And it just so happened that all of these votes right here, it just ha- so happened just to go to Biden. I mean, every computer, computer glitch out there, every anomaly, every statistical things where they lose a flash drive or something or anything, a mail-in ballots, it all goes toward Biden, which literally, literally makes him the eighth wonder of the world. You have all those wonders of the world. There's seven, right, from the pyramids and everything. Well, number eight is how Joe Biden got to be president. Or, hold on, he's not president yet, right? President Trump is still our president, and it's looking pretty good. So, I'll go over to Nevada. Now, Nevada, (laughs) even though they certified their election, which is stupid, there's a lot of, you know, no, did they certify it yet? I'm not sure if they certified it yet, to be honest, over there. But the judge actually is agreeing to hear evidence of voter fraud. So we actually have a judge willing to listen to something, willing to listen to some evidence, right? Because there is evidence. Don't believe the mainstream media. They're stupid. They don't believe a witness is evidence. So if you witness a crime, you're not evidence. If you, you, if you witness a murder or you're like a witness to the mafia or something, you have to go into a witness protection program, you're not evidence. You're just make-believe like Casper the Ghost, right? So now we have Nevada, we have Arizona, that Republican Party there, they filed a lawsuit for ballot inspection. Now they, again, they did their little thing there and, uh, you know, they certified their election. I think they, they're pretty much certified. They gave it to Biden, but they, they didn't, you know, they didn't go through them. They didn't perform a really great audit, you know, matching signatures and making sure they were signed. And they did the same thing Georgia did. They basically counted bad ballots. So, you know, all of this, all of this, and all of this is just a bunch of baloney. And you can tell it's a bunch of baloney because the Democrats are just making up really bad lies. They're telling you there's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. And that Rudy Giuliani is some crazy guy. You know, he's he's crazy Rudy. You know, you know, the guy who cleaned up New York City, got New York City through the through the September eleventh terrorist attacks. You know, the guys who put the mafia behind the bar, the mafia, they were threatening him. He put not just one organization, I think he put like six or seven of them. You know, the mafia was running New York City, and he put all of the big guys into jail, into prison. You know, and he cleaned up New York City. You know, there was no Antifa-like, you know, organization walking around New York City. You know, I remember after the 9-11 attacks, I went down there to go... uh, 
to go there for to see the New York City, the, the, the ball to be dropped. And that place was so safe. And there are cops everywhere. They wanted to make sure that this could never happen again. You, you, you know, and it was kind of crazy seeing, you know, cops with like, you know, yeah, I think if there were M16s or something like that out there, uh, maybe, you know, AR-15s. I don't think they're AR-15s. I think they're actually M16s. But they're out there, you know, making sure that, hey, if there was a terrorist around, they were going to get shot dead like they deserved. Now, other big news, which, you know what? even I didn't hear about, is that Sydney Powell, she, she said she was going to release the Kraken. Remember that? Release the Kraken. And everyone said that she wasn't going to do it. She wasn't going to do it because there was no evidence. You know, she had, she had gotten dropped by the Trump lawyers and she wasn't on the Trump team and everything like that. And then because Trump said she was just a conspiracy theorist and everything like that. And, and today I woke up and I, thinking I'm gonna, I'm gonna see these file, you know, these lawsuits filed. And guess what? I woke up. I didn't see anything. I did not see a thing. And I thought, oh my God, did Sydney Powell like? Did I read her wrong? I mean, I mean, you know, she's been this justice warrior, like a true justice warrior, not like a social justice warrior, a true justice warrior, right? But she, you know. She filed it, but the news didn't report on it. You know, I had to, my friend, my friend had to give me a call and he said, did you read, did you read her filings? I said, no, what, she didn't file it. He goes, what are you talking about? And he gave me the links. It was on her website. And if you want to read them, go to defendingtherepublic.org. All right, defendingtherepublic.org. And you will see, you have to scroll down past her picture, and then you see the two links. She filed one in Georgia and one over there in Michigan. And they're talking about the Dominion things. And there's one of them is 100-something pages. The other is 75. Um, I have yet to go through all of them. I mean, that's a novel of evidence and arguments in there. And I read through part of it, and she is going deep. And then she is going to release the, the evidence, the affidavits and everything tomorrow or maybe the day after Thanksgiving. So she held up to her, to her side of the deal. And she's doing this separate from the Trump campaign because this case would take a longer time to prosecute. And she's doing it on her own, using her own nonprofit things. And she's doing it um, to actually make sure election integrity um, is upheld. And these Dominion machines, the bad news, you know, the Democrats, Elizabeth Warren, a lot of Democrats like her, crazy, you know, you, you know Elizabeth Warren is nuts. But she, even she, said that these machines were bad. Most of, most, um, um most states in America said that these machines are bad. Texas said they're bad. So why are they so good in Georgia and they're so good in all of these swing states? It just happens to be. It just happens to be. And I tell you what, I actually went on YouTube and they are, there's the MIT mathematicians and they're interviewing and these are really geniuses and they make, they make everyone I know look like idiots. And they're looking at these algorithms, and, and there's one guy out there who said that, well, who, who studied these. And he said, you can actually weight these ma machines. 
I mean, waiting it means one vote for Biden is not one vote. It's 1.28 votes. And then one vote for Trump could be 0.08. So that means Joe Biden will have a two to one advantage. And you could make that weight anything you want. And these machines were developed over in Venezuela. The software was made there to actually tally up, to make, to give Hugo Chavez a win. Now, why would, now again, these companies, these shell companies, they work like regular corporations and a lot of companies do this, even like movie companies and all that, where they kind of funnel through things and everything, they buy each other out and everything. And what you're doing when you buy each other out, one thing is you're doing, you're, you're kind of making a tax shelter for one reason or another, but you're really, what you're doing is you're buying technology. And for some reason, this technology, which was you know, proprietary, used over in Venezuela and Argentina, is now used in America. And you, you can take a look at these companies as, as they have bought each other out and the technology has kind of gotten their way straight into America. Isn't that great, right? And it's not secure, not at all. In fact, CNN, you know, Communist News Network, they had a piece that they said that these were not good at all because, we, because votes could be changed. They recognized the problem. And now they're saying there's nothing there. This is all this is all conspiracy. And what they were saying before, you know, screw that. Rudy is just crazy for saying it. You know, Sidney Powell, who's saying the exact same thing they were a year ago, a year or two ago, and saying the same thing that Elizabeth Warren said in 2019. Now Sidney Powell is crazy, all right? And uh, and you know what? I'll tell you one thing too. There's a lawyer called Lynn Wood, and and Lynn Wood. He was labeled as a conspiracy theorist, the number one conspiracy theorist lawyer in America. This is created from the National Review, which is supposed to be a Republican magazine, you know, know, uh, but they're just rhinos, Republican in names only, because, you know, they're all anti-Trump. And Lynn Wood is not a conspiracy theorist. They labeled Richard Jewell. Um, his defense of Richard Jewell as a conspiracy theory. Richard Jewell was actually attacked by the media and labeled the, the Olympic Park bomber when he was actually the hero. And Lynn Wood went after the media for them. Remember that young kid who wore that mega hat and that, and that, um, I guess that elderly Indian guy came up to him with the drum? I forgot his name. But you know who I'm talking about. Lynn Wood actually, you know, sued the media because they made that young kid into some, some like horrible figure when it was, he wasn't harassing anyone. He wasn't a racist, but they called him, you know, a racist because he had the mega hat on. And then now we see Lynn Woods also defending Kyle Rittenhouse, that kid who defended himself quite heroically, actually, from, <laughs> from getting attacked by Antifa over there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And they have video of him getting attacked. You know, that's what you do. If somebody goes there and, and, and a big, big guy, big dude tries to attack you, you shoot him dead. That's what you do. You know, what is he supposed to do? Give him his gun? And when you get hit by, uh, with a skateboard, which has metal trucks on the bottom, you can get killed. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to get shot dead for that. And another guy pulled out a gun. And Kyle Rittenhouse shot his bicep off. Ooh, wow. 
you know, that's a bad guy, right? The guy was going to shoot him. And all of these guys here who died, by the way, I think one's like a sexual predator and the other guy is like a, um, he abused his girlfriend and the media is holding them both up as heroes. Again, you know, putting, putting criminals who caused crime, who were going to beat up a kid, right? Luckily, that kid was armed and he stood his ground. So this is where we are at right now. You know, the media, you know, the media, the media, you know, they're the worst, you know, storytellers. We'll go back to storytelling because, you know, I'm a professional storyteller. You know, they're, they're really evil. You know, these guys here, they're, they're better than me. You know, they do this. They get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to write this stuff, Right. You know, it, it's really hard for a screenwriter to make a living. You have to go from movie to movie and, you know, go through all these rewriting jobs. I'm, I'm no longer a screenwriter, by the way. I may go back into that, but I'm not it right now. Um, you know, but uh, and I'll go more into my, my what I do for a living right now. But, but um, you, you know, here they are. They're rewriting characters, rewriting real, the history of people and, and, and turning the protagonist, that's your hero, into an antagonist. So, so Donald Trump, who actually has been a hero for so many Americans, they, they've turned him into this evil, satanic guy. It's, it's almost like when Spider-Man is attacked by the media from, from Jameson, right? Right? And, and, and uh, turned into this villain, or Batman is like, you know, ridiculed in the, in the, in the newspaper as like not the hero, but the villain. Because, you know, it's almost the same thing. But I'm not sure why this happens. I mean, even Jesus was persecuted. Now, I'm not trying to compare Trump to Jesus, but it's the same kind of thing. Right? And they're taking, and they're taking Joe Biden, who's actually a pretty bad Dude, and I'm not trying to even, you know, be a little biased here. You look at the way he treats people, you know, and there were allegations of him, this woman, Tara Reid, where he came up from behind, smelled her hair. We've seen him do that on camera to kids. And we've seen him do this. And then he sexually assaulted her when she pulled away. Guess what he said? Come on, man. Come on. You, we've heard him say that how many times? So, so, like, her story's, like, falling in line with his character. Um, is it a lie? But, you know, the, the media didn't even say anything about it. The media didn't even tell you about Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, if you didn't watch Fox News or Tucker or anything, you know, people didn't know about it. My my aunt didn't know about it. She voted for Biden. But then after after she found out what about this, but we told her, well, she wanted to change her vote. So... And, and, and a study came out today that if the media were just honest, well, Trump would have gotten 8% more votes in these swing states, and he would have, you know, won even easier. Now, I do think he won, and, you know, again, through multiple levels of corruption, you know, they stole the election from him. And don't think for a second that our government, along with the Democrats, are not capable of doing this. Do not even think for a second that's fictional because it already happened. In 2016, the Democratic National Committee worked with the Russians to create a false dossier 
to accuse Trump of working with Russians. And then Obama and Joe Biden used the FBI, uh, you know, they actually unmasked people so Hillary and Obama's could actually spy on the Trump campaign. And then they used that to actually prosecute General Flynn because they didn't like him. You know, they did not like him. They, they, Joe Biden, it was his idea to use the Logan Act to go after him. And then the FBI with James Comey tried to put all of them in jail. They actually worked with CNN with Roger, you know, because CNN's cameras appeared before the FBI showed up on on the Roger Stone's lawn before they did the raid to this old man. And when they did this raid, they were like almost trying to raid like a terrorist, but this guy has no gun. You know, the old man. And, and you're and you're rating him as though he's like you know Osama bin Laden, right? So, so you know, I mean, it is crazy. So the FBI, CIA, and you hear all of these guys here. They're all on CNN and MSNBC. You have you have people who are you know again, you know the Democrats before were for like freedom of speech, you know, right to privacy. They were against, you know. You know, you know the the NSA spying on you. They were against that. They were like pro pro Snowden, and and in a in a way, I'm I'm a little pro Snowden, a little bit negative pro Snowden. I mean, a little bit negative against Snowden. He's like an anti hero, I call him. But they're the same thing. I mean, they're, they're they're the Democrats now have become the deep state, and the media has become you know they they have they have people in the deep state on their networks talking about you know, how great they were and how bad Trump is, and they're all in it all together. You know, the people who worked at the CIA at the top level, they're over there as commentators on MSNBC. You know? So it's crazy. It's crazy. Sorry, I'm a little bit passionate tonight. So, but anyway, that's it for the news today. You know, I'll come back with the next segment after a word from my sponsor. It's just going to, you know, so I can get paid those pennies, which I'm getting paid right now, but it's still more than you make in the movies if you're a writer. So uh, I'll be back in about, I think, 30 seconds or so. I don't know. It's around there. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay, I'm back. And uh, now, okay, we're going to move over from politics I'm getting a little too excited there, right? <laughs> you know, it's Christmas. It's not Christmas time. Jeez, where the hell am I? That's bad. That's really bad. I'm getting like Joe Biden. It's Thanksgiving. And, uh, well, tomorrow I am actually going to be uh, barbecuing. We're going to talk about barbecue. So if you don't like barbecue, you can um, exit. I'm not going to talk about politics right now. It's going to be barbecue. have not talked about barbecue yet. And it's kind of weird because my entire podcast is called Barbecue to Movies, and I didn't talk about barbecue or movies. <laughs> so, so I'm going to talk about barbecue. Um, uh, I am not yet a professional barbecuer. Um, I don't do it yet. I was going to start my barbecue company uh, before COVID, and then COVID happened. So now everything is on hold. But I do plan to actually uh, start barbecuing. Once COVID clears, I am going to be barbecuing... Um, professionally, um, starting to, go, I will be purchasing a 500 gallon propane barbecue tank. Um, and I will be smoking all with wood and I'll be bringing Texas style. I guess they call it Texas style, uh, barbecue to Hawaii 
using what we call Chiave wood here. It's a, it's a form of mesquite, but it actually tastes a lot better than mesquite because real mesquite wood, when you smoke with it, it just doesn't taste good at all. Um, Chiave is very sweet, very strong, and it's great for cooking with. Um, but um, I wanted to talk about a little what I'm barbecuing tomorrow, which is going to be a turkey. And I wanted to tell you what I'm going to be doing. I'm not sure if it's the right thing. It's some things I found through the internet and I kind of using my own expertise on it. I did barbecue a turkey before uh, when I was, you know, getting into barbecue and those came out okay. But that skin, it came out really, really leathery. I mean, it was really like rubber. It was not bite through skin. And uh, so I'm going to be trying to do it again this time and hopefully I got it correct. So what I did is I, I, I got a turkey, and it was frozen. I defrosted that as, as, as uh, best I could. It took me about two days. I put it into a cooler, and then I made a brine. Um, I never brined a turkey before, and this one that I bought, it didn't come brined. There's some that do. There's actually some that do. So, But if it's already brined, you don't want to brine it again. But um, I bought one that was not brined, and uh, my brine consisted of uh, um, some salt, Hawaiian salt, I didn't have kosher salt on me, but some Hawaiian salt that I boiled down to melt, um, two gallons of cold water, uh, one and a half cups of sugar, I threw some black peppercorns in there, some apple cider, and that's just to break things down. And then what else did I throw in there? And I, and, and I think, oh, I, I did throw some, some rosemary in there to, to, to get it that um, some really fresh tears of like rosemary, rosemary branches I got from my cousin's house. Um, you want really fresh rosemary because it's really nice and pungent and you actually, you know, it'll make a big, big difference. You don't buy that dried stuff inside that, those cans, um, or those little like bottles. Cause when it's dried out there and in there, they're, they're, they're pretty much useless. But, um, so I put that in there and it's been brining for about, you know, tomorrow when I pull it out, I have been brining for about 48 hours. So, uh, that hopefully we'll get flavor into the legs and everything like that. I'm I'm not sure how that's going to taste. I got that that brine recipe from from uh YouTube. And I'm not sure which guy. And um not all of the barbecuers actually like to um brine theirs. There's there's some that inject butter underneath the skin. Um that's not how I plan to keep mine buttery at all. So um from there, uh I I am going to make um a buttery, uh, a garlic butter, oh, I guess what do they call that? A garlic butter sauce on the side that I will drizzle over my skin of my turkey as I'm barbecuing it every 45 minutes with the hope that the skin will crisp up and therefore not be chewy. So I'm going to start doing it every 45 minutes. Um, I'm going to start off the smoker at 200 degrees and cook it there for the first two hours I'm looking for a 165 degree, um, I guess, a temperature when I stick my temperature thermometer inside the breast. And, um, and, and uh, I think around two hours, I'm going to bump it up to 325, and that's when the skin will really, really start crisping. I want to keep it around 200, 225, because I, don't, I just want to push a lot of smoke into there. And uh, I want to make sure that smoke is also um, pretty clean. Um, and that's going to be a little difficult on these little smaller smokers with, when you have like, a when you have that low temperature. So I have to be very careful. I think I'll have to build up the fire first and then let it 
kind of ease down to 200 degrees and then we'll go and make sure I have a nice charcoal bed. Um, now, it'll probably take about four hours to make. And then after when I make it, I pull it out of there at 165. I want the turkey to probably rest for 20, 20 to 30 minutes, which is just to drive over to my aunt's house. So I'll just put it in there, go over to uh, my aunt's house. And then we'll actually, uh, when I cut it, um, I am going to cut it a different way. I saw it on YouTube is that they actually remove the breast altogether and, and then they put it on top of the, the cutting board and cut it kind of like, you know, cut it, cut it down in there instead of just kind of, kind of cut the breast into pieces on the, on the turkey, like how you've seen in all the movies. So if you cut the breast actually off, off the chicken, I mean, off the turkey, and I think this works for chicken too, and then you cut it down, you're actually slicing against the grain. Um, which will make it feel a lot more tender. So we'll see if it works. Um, I'll report back to you later on, um, not on Thanksgiving Day. I don't think I'll be um, podcasting on that day, but I may. I may if I get bored, if there's no good football games on. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, I went to, I went to um, um, Disney Land about a year or two ago, and I had those smoked drumsticks, which are, which are pretty darn good. I was uh, pretty impressed with that. But uh, and I want to make that too. But I can't find drumsticks, you know, turkey drumsticks in Hawaii. I mean, I can find them, but they're like really expensive, and I and I might as well buy like, you know, them already smoked and all that. So so it's like, uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But all right. Anyway, that's it for my barbecue um, talk for today. Uh, no politics, and that's about it for now. And. Uh, and I uh, hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Um, a lot to still stay positive out there you know, regarding the election. I think um, Donald Trump has this for a win. I really, really do. If, catch 22, if um, conservative judges, not even conservative, if judges and if people, um, lawyers, you know, whoever it is out there, just follow the rule of law. Um, Joe Biden didn't campaign. He, instead of campaigning, he sent lawyers to Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin to change the laws in these states. So to ease the restrictions when it came to counting mail-in ballots. Isn't that strange? So it, by him easing these restrictions, it made voter fraud a lot easier. Isn't it weird that all of these Democratic states, they don't want voter ID. They tell you voter ID is racist. You're discriminating against minorities, black people specifically, and the poor. When, you know, I don't know one black person that doesn't have an ID. I think that's real racist to actually, you know, to assume that black people can't get an ID, really, or poor people can't get an ID. How the hell? Do they buy alcohol, right? How the hell do they buy alcohol, right? So all of this is just common sense. And again, they're just bad at lying. And I don't know why people, loyalists, right? We're talking about a loyalist, the type six loyalists. Remember those people? You know, I, don't, I have no idea why they buy all of the Democrat lies, hook, line, and sinker. But you know what? We tried to explain it the other day, and 
We just have to live with it. People are just willfully ignorant, and that's just a personality type. All right, people, I am out. Again, have a great Thanksgiving, and if I don't talk to you on Thanksgiving, that means I have something better to do.